This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. Martin Lindstrom is an internationally acclaimed marketing and branding expert. He's one of Time magazine's top 100 most influential people. His visit to Cambridge Judge Business School took in different audiences. To the first, he expressed his views on social media. To the second, he concentrated on his book, Brandwashed, and the psychology behind the strategies companies devised to persuade consumers to buy their products. He talked, too, about his reality TV show, Meet the Morgansons, which was an exercise in determining the power of word of mouth, as a genuine family covertly marketed a group of products to their extended family, friends and neighbours. Martin Lindstrom says he was quite shocked by the outcomes, but let him set the scene. In 2010, a a study was conducted, which actually happened to be a movie at the same time. It was a a fake family moving in somewhere in California to this beautiful home. Fake meaning they're all actors, the home didn't exist, and the only purpose of this family was to promote as many brands as they possibly could to all the friends and families. It was a Hollywood movie, did fairly okay, and that was actually my inspiration to saying, well, why don't we do it for real? So we raised uh, last year $3 million and actually conducted exactly the same movie this time for real. We had a casting session going on across the United States, found the Morgansen, which were this ideal family, good-looking mom and dad, and perfect-looking kids looking like mini Justin Bieber's. And really what happened was that they moved into this perfect house. We armed the whole house with 35 hidden cameras, We had a crew of 15 overseeing the whole experiment taking place over one year. And really what we wanted to find out is how fast does word of mouth spread? And really how powerful is it? How much are you and I influenced by other people's opinions without being aware of it? And we are. We are so much. It's not even funny. And I tell you, I worked in marketing uh, for many years now. And I would say that I was totally shocked by the influence this phenomenon have. Just to put this into perspective... There was 129 people visiting this home over a period of three months. The following three months, there was in total more than 15,000 people would have heard about those 10 brands. And out of those 15,000, 12,122 people purchased one of those 10 brands. So it gives you an idea about how influential this is. And not only that, some of the brands actually saw a sales increase of more than 1,000%. In fact, what we learned was that during the dinner conversation, we actually talk about brands in 51% of the cases and during the day, close to 30%. And yes, this is the United States, and I'm sure it will be different here in the UK, but the reality is it's not that different. In fact, brands have taken a huge role in our lives. Have you found yourself drawn into that, that you've been influenced by word of mouth? Absolutely. Um, I tried it the first time in Australia, at least I'm aware of, um, where I was filling up my my car with petrol. And um, this Australian man comes up to me and he says, hey, mate, I love your car. And I said, thanks a lot. I have the same car as you, he said. Okay, wow. And I'm actually using Octane 98 or whatever he said. You should use the same. I said, "Hmm, okay, that's interesting. Anyway, I returned back to Australia after a couple of weeks refilling my car again at another station and I hear that voice again hey mate love your car and I turn around ready to say hey that's me but he's talking to someone else 
may not have the same car as yours. And unless he has every car in Australia, I realized I've been set up. And actually, I changed my mind based on him. And that was the first moment where I realized, hey, even though I was working in advertising for so many years, his, his brand was, has been brand washed. And that's really the reason why I decided to write a book about that topic. Some of the, the subheadings in, the, in Brand Washed are quite fascinating. You know, Bye Bye Baby. I mean, does it start at that point? It does start at that point, perhaps even before. Did you know that 6% of all newborn babies, the very second they're born in this very country, has a digital footprint? Because mom and dad has been uploading information and buying your name and email address before you're even born. And not only that, in, in the book, I'm discovering an, an unusual and pretty scary example, which is the fact that we probably, in some cases, are primed even before we're born. Now, this comes about the fact that we know today, based on several scientific and published papers, that we are affected by the sense of taste and by the sense of sound even before we're born. And uh, another study actually conducted in this very area uh, at the, uh, two years ago identified the fact that um, pregnant women, while they're watching the TV show Neighbours, and uh, that actually they were unconsciously priming their unborn babies. So once they were born, those babies actually had a preference for the shoes. They were much more calm and, and much more happy, can you believe it? Whereas the control group had no preference at all. And that actually led me to believe that we actually may be susceptible for brand messages. So as I was walking around the world in order to understand where is and if this is taking place, I realized in the Philippines and in China, we indeed are seeing those techniques used, where a certain coffee brand, uh, which actually was developing sweets originally, were infusing the coffee, the branded coffee taste into the candy, giving it free of charge to pediatricians, which were giving it to pregnant women, in order to prime them, to basically prime the parents of the children. So when they were born, they actually had a preference for this new coffee brand they also were releasing. And does it work? Well, it, it did. And Lee, it did. We saw that those newborn babies, already when they were one year old, for some reason suddenly started to drink coffee, which we've never seen before, I don't need to tell you. But which is a scary scenario about how some companies now are going very far. And that's really the reason why I'm writing the book. Because you have to remember, I'm one of the evil ones. I'm, I'm developing brands. I advise Fortune 100 brands around the world. But I also do feel we're getting too far now. There needs to be an ethical line put in the sand. And that's the one I'm fighting for. So who is going to draw this line in the sand? I mean, you can't do it because that's, that's very much saying you're the fox and I'll put you in charge of the hen house. Why can't I? You are in marketing, you're in advertising, as you say, for many, many years. Therefore, there should be an independent body, shouldn't there? I fundamentally believe that the, gray, the, the black and white line, which we've been so good in our society to define, uh, really is blurring out. Why? Because you go to work and you're looking at your private emails at work. You go home, you do your work. In fact, we're merging those two different worlds. And the same is the case with the future of, of brands. Consumers are building brands. Consumers are tearing down brands. So companies use consumers to build brands with a social network and, and whatever is happening. And therefore, I do not think it's two different camps anymore. I actually think they're merging together very slowly. And my role is really to become, you could say, the fan of the consumer, a person which respects the consumer because guess what? I'm a consumer too. And I hate to be manipulated with. I don't like the situation. I thrive myself when people are manipulating me. So why don't we say to the world I belong to, hey, guys, it, it's not enough that the companies are making up you know, ethical guidelines. You, as an individual, needs to make up your mind. Because in the end of the day, it comes down to you because you're tweeting about it, you're Facebooking about it, you're communicating to the world, so you make up your own mind. And that's really what I'm fighting for. 
if you ask an independent body to set up a rule set, it may work, but it certainly may not work as well. So I do think regulation can help us, like what we've seen in Germany, where you have privacy issues solved because of the Second World War. But I also do think that we need to ask the individual to make up their own mind, and rather than just you know, washing their hands and asking governments to, to handle that issue. From your experience in, in advertising, in marketing, and, and the other side, if you like, that whole genre has changed massively in the last few years with, with social media. <clears throat> It has. And social media is, is really up and coming, if, both for good and for bad. For good in the way that it gives an empowerment back to the consumer, at least perception-wise. Um, though I think most companies out there pretend like you as a consumer have the power, the reality is you don't have a lot to say. They are observing, they're listening, and they're playing back some of your words. But do you really influence the product and the brand development? In very few cases, yes. So there are cases which are good like Lego, developing a whole new set of products which literally are developed by the consumer. And the consumer is really coming up with these great concepts. Lego is releasing the boxes on the shelves and they actually get a cut of the revenue back again to those fans. Fantastic case. But a lot of the cases today, I think the consumers are a little bit are let behind the lights. They are believing that they have the influence. They believe the companies are working for the better. But in some cases, it's really not the case. So I think social media right now can be used to put pressure back on companies. And I think it's a matter about the consumer waking up and not believing that this is a passive game. They need to be much more active. And by active, I mean they need to put pressure on companies in terms of privacy, in terms of the information shared and used uh, from their behavior online and all that stuff. And that's really the reason why I wrote the book Brand Wars, because I do believe that most consumers have no idea about what goes on behind the scene. Martin Lindstrom, thank you very much. This programme was produced by the Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series. Music